You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, it is our worst list. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, nothing actually gets us more response from people than best and worst list. I love it. And, uh, I love it. <laughs> and, you know, the best list was hard. The worst list is crazy. Um, and we're also going to do Spider-Man. Before we do the list... Uh, we're going to finally get to Spider-Man No Way Home, which is already uh, out for a while, several weeks old. That's but okay. I don't know, man. Not that low in the box office numbers at this point either yeah. because, uh, I don't know, nothing else is uh, coming out. Well, things not, yeah. are underperforming. That's true. Uh, That's some true. things that uh, come out are not doing as well as people might have expected. You know, it's kind of weird given the year that we've had and it's like no release stuff in theaters and right. uh, and you know a lot of movie critics that i see online right that are uh really bagging on things that are not released on th- in theaters like yeah, right. this came out in hbo max oh would would have been great if this disney movie yeah. had come right. out in theaters yeah. what what the hell do you care right like <laughs> Well, right. Look how good this movie would have done if it would have come out in theaters. Why do Why do you care if yeah. Disney makes more money? What's it to you? I mean, right. I don't know. They're like in love with theaters and demand. Everything comes out in theaters, and theaters are great. But yeah. but I just I don't want to understand like people getting behind that, that it like yeah, right. to that extent. That angst. Uh, I mean, you know, Netflix still makes really expensive movies. They better. They're raising my rates. And, and make plenty of money. Yeah. Why do you care that right. Disney or or Warner Brothers or whoever has to make more money by releasing it in theaters? What right. Do, what the hell do you get out of it? What? Nothing. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, but it is a weird thing because uh, it seems like we're kind of in a weird place. Like it's like everybody went to see Spider Man No Way Home, and then they were like, "Okay, I'm good on theaters." Yeah. <laughs> We can take a break. Everyone's like, good, right? Uh, other things that are are coming out, yeah, uh, you know, are like <laughs> just you know, Death of the Ni- on the Nile, yeah, not doing as much as that right. movie would hope, right. right? With Kenneth Branagh and other big names yeah. uh, involved in it, and Gal Gadot is, yep. is in it, and you would think that people would go to see that but it's like everybody went to spider-man and they're like that's my one movie right i'll see like, in february what happened to you March, like six months ago April, when you were yeah. bitching that nothing was coming out right. in the theaters right so right anyway i don't i don't know it's all it's uh it's crazy and it's going to be another crazy year and i'm actually like you know like i said i'm, I'm c- sort of interested to see what's going to happen with like the next few months where a bunch of movies are going to come out and like no one's gonna go see him, and right. it's gonna be like, uh, <laughs> where are we now? Well, yeah. But you, you know, demanded that we release them. Yeah, but you guys said and, uh, yeah, you wanted, and, and here we are. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, we we uh, we got to get through Spider Man. Um, 
And I think really uh, we'll just jump in. I don't have anything else uh, super interesting to talk about. And uh, we'll get to the uh, the only thing that worst. the only thing that bummed me out was, and I, I don't know why bummed me out like it wasn't a surprise is Ivan Reitman dying. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because, yeah. and I mean that's the only. I mean we do news and you know stuff, but that was sure. I mean that just was yesterday. Yeah, and you know, and he's not that old. He wasn't. So he wasn't that old. And when I, I mean I know who Ivan Reitman is obviously, but then I start. I start reading all the stories and I'm like, holy crap, I forgot all of these movies. And almost, yeah, he's there got was a his string, hand in like, there was a string so of them many. back to back from like Animal House, Caddyshack, you know, just all of these things. And I thought, well, that's, that's how that will be. That's how that part of him is remembered. And then later executive producing and right, just, you know, being the guy that he was. But I was just like, wow, that was, that was weirdly surprising. And then obviously, I was going to ask you if you had seen any good Super Bowl uh, trailers or movies and stuff, but you you probably didn't watch the Super Bowl, so that would have been no. I would have seen no, the trailers I watched, anyway. Right? I watched the Super Bowl, Did you and, watch the Super Bowl? and frankly, yeah. I was pretty pissed at that game. Yeah, um, and you know, it just Ooh, you know we're not take. we're not going to get into like oh, you know yeah. all football. Now stuff. we're a sports show, but I mean, really, it just yeah, we're not a <laughs> that sports show funny. at all. But I I was just pissed, and you know, like I said, we're not going to get into this. But I I was pissed watching that whole game because I didn't really care. I didn't right. I didn't, was I didn't really have like a horse in the race. There was not any teams that I'm particularly interested in. Right. Um. I wanted the Bengals to win, just for the sake of everybody wanting. You the know, other they team haven't they haven't yeah. won right. yep. or done anything for a long time. Sure. I was like ah, give it to them. Uh, as far as like all of football goes, you know, like the playoffs and everything oh, yeah. and, and the whole thing, right? There were like, I, I didn't really care who won much of anything, right? But yeah. there were several people, players, individual players right. that I wanted to lose and they right. did, right? And, <laughs> and so that worked out for me. Um, and and I, awesome. mean, I mean, sev- <laughs> so I mean, several, right? Me. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was, like the, by the time we got to the Super Bowl, I was good yeah, to go. Like right. I was like all the stuff that I wanted to happen. Well, you happened. know how to you know how to <laughs> properly pronounce Schadenfreude, but that's some right. that's some next level stuff right yeah. there. Uh, but uh, the so actual Super me. Bowl kind of ticked me off because um, first of all, you know what happens every year is that the playoffs are like better games Always. than the Super Bowl, yeah. right? So right. that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I was really getting ticked off at the play calling of the Bengals. Oh. Like throughout the game, I was like, I mean, are you trying to lose? Like they right. like it. I'm like, why are you calling that play right here? And, you know, I don't know. But right. anyway, I'm not going to get into it. But I did watch, you know, like some of the Super Bowl ads. I got to tell you, this year I skipped more Super Bowl ads than normal. Then dialed like, in. Like there right. were so many that I was like, whatever. Remember, like, I just a, don't care. There was a time in the mid to late 90s when – that was why you watched the Super Bowl. Yeah. And they were great. And I mean, you get a million, two million dollars. And even, a spot even in the more movie. recently than that, there have been yeah, there at have been least times. some but it, that it, were really cool. And it'll come right? back again at some point, I'm sure, because things are cyclical. But I did the same thing. I was just kind of dialed out. I'm like, I'll yeah. just watch them online. I'll see the movie trailers that I want to see online. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, anyway. All right. <clears throat> Spider Man. So, uh, Spider Man, No Way Home. Um, you know, crush the box office so that, mm-hmm. and everyone's already seen it anyway, so it's pointless to do this review, right? But um, people want to know what you think. Yeah, sure they do. Uh, so I actually uh, had a much better response to this 
than I thought I was going to going really? in. Really? You thought you were going to hate it. And I'll, I'll tell you, this is, a, this is a good time <laughs> to bring up. We have over the past several months, and it's not really, um, you know, please email us. Go to com. There's a contact form, or you can just uh, email me at markeastman at Um But if you send us something that's, like, very generic, we will probably not directly respond to it, right? Right. Um, but we have had uh, several people, especially over the last, the most recent, like, few months, um, that have said, you know, you guys abandoned that trailer thing where oh um, you know, i love doing that too. we used to give like a little thing at the oh, beginning cool. of the reviews and say like uh you know gi- the, given the trailer do you right. get the movie from yeah. the trailer oh, that's so cool. okay. um so speaking of that right i love that part too I don't uh, know why the, I the trailer for spider-man no way home like turned me off like so hard because i didn't like the last movie right um, yeah the last movie far was, from home the last movie was okay yeah like some of it was decent. I hated the end. I didn't really like I felt like the villain was so forced and such a goofy thing anyway. This is Jake right? Gyllenhaal all Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um <laughs> so then going from that to the trailer that I got from this film, I was like just yawning. I was like Cuz it seems like it's a hooray. direct continuation of that. Right. Like it really happens one second after. So <clears throat> and and I just didn't think and I and I kind of thought watching the trailer uh, where you got like Doctor Strange and then you got all the craziness and you know the multiverse is coming right. and doing something, right? right? And uh, and all the bad guys are whatever is happening. Yeah. Um, and I just thought, you know, we're just trying too hard at this point, right? We're right. just forcing things together and yeah. going, uh, look, I got this movie four movies from now. Right. That demands that you do this in this movie or whatever. Right. And then you got like six of those. <laughs> right. right. It's not right? just one. It's, you got like, it's a lot. you have to do, you have like 45 minutes of the runtime of your movie that is devoted to some shit that I say you got to do because I got other movies coming. Right. And then it's like, man, come on. What are you going to do? Right. And, uh, and the same is true sort of for the next, you know, the Doctor Strange. Well, Doctor Strange is like, has to build off this. Right. It's connected to the Loki series. Yeah. It's got, God knows what else is going to happen. We've got all these other people. Yeah. There's some movie that we haven't even mentioned yet. That's going (laughs) to involve characters that we're bringing out. Right. You know, whatever. It's just like everything seemed like so forced. And I will say before I even jump into the rating and, uh, you know, I'm not going to go on forever, but, uh, you know, I really didn't like all the villains in this movie. Uh, the the whole idea of it just like turned me off, right? Like the previous incarnations of Spider-Man are actually just other universes in, in, uh, in like a theoretical way that like really turned me off Hmm. in actual execution. I really liked Toby Maguire and uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield in the movie, like yeah, they were they were pretty fun in right. the movie. I I right. liked it, but then also in the background, I didn't like the idea. I didn't like the theory, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, because it's just it's just screwbally. And the real problem is that uh, a lot of the villains are the villains that I hated most in any comic book movie that's ever happened. Right? Oh wow, um, that's interesting. I didn't like. Know that. Uh, you know, so it's Green Ele- Goblin, it's Doc Electric Ock, Boy. it's Electro. Uh, so, uh, Electric Boy, yeah. So Electro. Doc Ock wasn't 
horrible either time, right? Right. I mean, he was pretty cool in this Alfred movie. Alfred Molina was... And I didn't hate him in the movie that he comes from, right? right. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Uh, that was not, you know, a terrible incarnation or whatever. Right. And Green Goblin is kind of like, fine. And <laughs> He's really chewing the scenery. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's overacting uh, on a hard Willem Dafoe level. But, uh, but I, I, you know, I didn't like them... I didn't like the original, the electric guy in that movie, Electra, right? Yeah, right. It, it was, it was, it was like cornball. It was yeah. like a, it was like another level of making a movie for me. I, I couldn't stand that movie. It yeah. was like, it was like making a, you know, turning Spider-Man into a TV series that's trying to outdo the A-Team. Like it was right. just, it was just goofy, right. I thought. So, so now I've got to have him in another movie. So right. I, I didn't love that. And prominently. Uh, so anyway, uh, jump into the rating, right? Uh, I gave I give this one a seven and a half. Yeah. And well. that is like, despite the fact that there was a ton of it that I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> there was all kinds. And it was, it was kind of funny because, uh, you know, I saw this movie with several members of my family and we mm-hmm. were talking about it afterwards and uh, I'm trying to get their reactions to it and how much they liked it and everything. And we're talking about it. And basically all I did was rip on the movie all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like going, you know, this is just what I do in the podcast. Exactly. Because <laughs> you would think that I'm going to give it like a two. Right. Or something. After hearing me. Yeah. But, uh, but there, was, there were parts of it that were really fun. There were parts of it I thought were just so... You know, they were almost like stagey. It was like it was just uh, it was just corny, and the the worst part of it was, um, you know, at this point I feel like it's okay to spoil the movie. Yeah, right? it probably is because it's, it's like been, it's, it's been like forever, and then it, even yeah. it's been spoiled a jillion times anyway. Right. So I don't know, like spoiler alert or whatever. But like when May dies, yeah. okay. That whole scene is so corny. Yep. And it's like the death of someone mm-hmm. and no one involved in any of that can pull off anything like what they're trying to pull off. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. I mean, it's just, it's really, really bad. But uh, there there was a lot of it that I liked and there was a lot of it that I thought was pretty cool. And there was a lot of it even with... Uh, um. You know, the whole MJ and the earlier things where oh. I didn't love them in the previous movies. Yeah. And what was going on with all of the friends I thought was a lot better in this movie, um, e- even though, you know, they're building off of stuff I didn't right. like or whatever. And uh, I have to give the movie props because uh, I thought the end was awesome and surprising. And uh, I thought... Even even when it was happening, I was like, uh, they don't have the guts to do this. And then, and then they did. And then they did. It. And yeah. then they did do it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. That's a cool ending. And, you know, unfortunately, the ending pissed off my younger kid. Really? <laughs> but Why? What was it? Uh, or because they're specific? supposed to get together. Oh. And, and not right. just... Okay. And not just leave or whatever. Do the things, yeah. Uh, my older kid agreed with me that that that, great. that that was like a great move. Right. Um, but like I said, he, you know, he goes in. Your house divided. I love it. Right. Uh, he goes in and, and actually like makes the decision 
And yeah. and even, you know, it plays out for a little while, so you have some time, and I'm like, ah, they're fainting this, but they're not. Right. They're, they're going to pull the trigger. They're not going to do right. that, because that's going to irritate a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know? And and they did. So anyway, there was a lot of stuff I liked, and there's a lot of stuff I hated, and ended up seven and a half. Yeah, so. that's pretty good, though. That's it for me. It. I mean, it's a weirdly... It's a weirdly strange movie in some ways for me, not just because it came out like a month ago, well, a month and a half ago. It came out right before Christmas. It's hard to believe we're halfway through February. It's one of those things that eventually you couldn't you couldn't not have spoiled just through like some sort of cultural osmosis. Oh, like yeah. You were going to learn one way or the other, despite the first trailer that I saw that I remember, maybe it was a teaser, it didn't show... Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield at all. Oh, right. It no. just focused on really a sinister looking Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like the guy combed his goatee different. So you knew he was a dark doctor. He was which, madder. Which, unless I wasn't paying full attention, like that's actually not in the movie. There's some stuff in the trailer that I saw that no, it's isn't like the in this opposite movie. In this movie. And and it's 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 both misleading, but it's also good. This is a film that the studios couldn't wait to leak to create a buzz, it would have been much more exciting and much more impactful if I had been watching it and then suddenly Tobey Maguire appeared. Right. But it was ruined. Right. And the studios could have, because I've seen studios lock down sets, but they didn't want to. They they could have got and, it and that's at too least bad. to like the release. Sure. And yeah. and that's and once it comes out, it's out. Yeah. Because again, I thought they did a fair a fair job of locking down Spider-Man when he was in Civil War. And then suddenly when it was new, you saw all these pictures of Tom Holland holding Captain America's shield in the airplane uh, battle, in the airport battle. And I'm like, okay. So that would have been a really fun surprise because it's keyed up that way. All of that stuff kind of hurt the film a bit for me. I, I I should get the number out first. I'll give it a six and a half. I thought it was a little bit better than an average film. But the stuff that really bugged me, bugged me. Yeah. And yeah. I, like you, I found a way to enjoy a great amount of the movie spread out over two and a half hours. And, of course, there's secret stuff at the very end. So that was a real two and a half hour film. Right, right. Um, I found it to be incredibly, incredibly slow paced and unevenly paced for the first like 35 minutes. And I thought they were telling the exact same scene four different ways for the first half hour. Yeah. And and I'm like, guys, pick it up. You got a lot of stuff to do and everybody's excited. And some and somebody and, wants some more decent action and, to happen. And somebody yeah. wants I get the I get the story. I get it. Now Peter Parker is known, but you don't have to keep doing these things that basically are telling me the exact same scene just with a little bit of nuance here or a little bit you know, of a difference here, this is a film that should have your foot on the gas. Just go, because everybody knows what's coming. It reminded me, it also reminded me in a strange way of when people saw Ang Lee's Hulk. Now, whether that's good on rewatch or not, people were antsy because the Hulk doesn't show up for an hour. It's right, 55 right, minutes right. before you first see the Hulk and people are there to see <sighs> the Hulk rip stuff up. This film, not that I wanted to hurry up and see Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, I actually was, once it started hitting its pace, I didn't forget they were coming, but I was happy with the story that was being told then. It just takes forever. It's like pushing this rock up a hill. Once it got going, things were good, but you're right. 
the choice of villains is a bit uneven, and that's impossible to sidestep, really, if you're going to bring both of them back with their universes, because you got to bring the people they fought back. And right. I, I like the Tobey Maguire films an awful lot, but I didn't love him necessarily as Peter Parker. I didn't like anything about the Andrew Garfield films, but I thought he was a good cast for Parker and Spider-Man. I just thought the writing was awful for his movies and he didn't get a good shot. (laughs) He gets the Brandon Routh Superman award, which is, I think he'd be great in that role. You just got to give him some good stuff to do. I've, I've really, really liked Tom Holland when I see him playing Spider-Man. And I think he's an incredibly good and believable Peter Parker. I just hate his films, all of them, because they rely so much on him being Tony Stark's adopted spider kid. Right. Instead of Uncle Ben dying being the reason that he is on the path that he's on. And I get it. We clearly now have established there are different universes, different stories. In this one, Aunt May is the big catalyst and Tony's the big catalyst. None of it worked for me because the things that made Spider-Man interesting to me were his limitations and his his genius and maturity. Like he's one of the smartest people in that in the Marvel universe, but he's just a teenager and right. he's and he's liable to be pinned down by what pins down teenagers, which is their emotional IQ and their range is just still all over the place because they're still teenagers. He doesn't have a suit that can save him in outer space. Like he's just he's gotta he's gotta always sew his suit at home because it's ripping like all these things that they think that they're fixing. They're actually weakening. And I like Andrew Garfield. I just want to see, I want to see Tom Holland in a really great Spider-Man movie because I think he would do great. I've been going on a bunch, but I will say this before we both, where we go back and forth a bit. I finally like Zendaya in a film. Yeah. You know, I think her maturity is showing here. She's not just acting with her eyebrows anymore, which drove me nuts up until Dune. And again, Dune, all she has to do is just keep the thing in her nose and look well, right. mysterious. She's barely in Dune. She's that, barely so. in Dune. Yeah. But at least here, she's she's now maturing into an actress. I haven't seen Euphoria, so maybe this is me really late to the party. But at least in this role, she's finally getting there. Ned is a one-trick pony that still is a one-trick pony, but he is maturing a bit too. So he doesn't quite go for the laugh track hard as the way he did. Their dynamic is really interesting. I like, I kind of like Benedict Cumberbatch here, but he's really just video game. Like, Oh, you must now need this key. You know, he just shows up when you need things to facilitate a bit. It started to get uneven for me pacing wise, even though the action was picking up and it had a few surprises. And again, I think it's okay because I think it's, you know, six weeks on. I think we can ruin a few things. Right. Sure. Not necessarily the ending ending, but I like how I like how using Stark's technology to try to fix things was important and how creative it felt like it was being pulled off. I like when. Doc Ock sort of switches sides and yeah, he's I, on there with you. And I'm like, okay, wait, I didn't think this was coming. No, that stuff is they're cool. Leading, they're leading up to the Sinister Six in a big way where Spider-Man fights all these guys. And then there's the hilarity, sometimes the really awful pandering screenwriting reality of three spider guys and it's still Tom Holland's film. So the others are just Moe and Larry, right? you know, you know, they're just really the supporting guys in the background, but still their dynamic when they were all talking and having moments was fluid and great. 
for the most part, almost every single time, them all realizing how they have to work together, everything that was coming together was working. It was just so laborious for me to get there that I wasn't as engaged as I wanted to be. And it became more thoughtful too late for it to have affected me. Yeah. If that, but, but again, it, just to dial off the, and then hand it off to you again, I thought the end was pretty courageous. I thought it was interesting the way that they introduce all these multiverses and then they suddenly figured out a way how to reset every one of them, including their own. You know, okay, that that stuff gets old in Star Trek, you know, when they just finally realize like, oh, our warp drive failed. We're probably in right. another time. And you're like, all right, so you can kill Spock again. Cool. Right. You know, that kind of thing. I didn't think the Aunt May thing worked at all no. because it lasted six minutes longer than it needed to. And I was genuinely, I meant to ask you this after, we just we just split to uh, from the film. I didn't understand the Happy Hogan scene where he shows up at Aunt May's grave and doesn't act like Happy Hogan at all. Like he's just standing next to some kid who's alone in the cemetery. How'd you know May? Well, right. through Spider-Man, yeah, me too. No other questions, no other, like obviously it's there for the audience, but it wouldn't be believable in that universe. Neither of those guys would act that way at all to each other in that moment. Like it was very weird to me. I must've missed something that, that whole scene just failed. And I'm yeah. like, why is that even in here? Yeah. It, yeah. That was a weird part. And, uh, so anyway. you know, I don't, I don't even know. They're just trying to, uh, say yet again that no one knows who he is right. or, you know, whatever. Guess, but and, and I could, I, like, I could understand, Peter acting that way. I can't because he because knows. he doesn't know where he is right at this point, right? right? He's like, So what does it mean that no one knows me or whatever? Like he right. doesn't know how to act. Right. And so he might act weird or whatever. But yeah, you would think that Happy might say something. Or just or be like whatever. You're a weird kid know. in the cemetery all by yourself. How do you like there'd be more than one question? Right. It would be And that's there for maybe. us to tear. You know, jerk. who knows? Whatever. Then it is for them to be really. Uh, but there are I mean, there are worse things in this movie. Tons, and like I said, a lot of tons. the a lot of the things are really stupid. And uh, a lot of the parts that are stupid, um, I don't like because you know the movie is like building itself backwards, right? Right. It's like where we have to like you know, uh we get into this goofy fight with Spider Man and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. And basically, we establish the fact that Doctor Strange is practically God even right. here. Right. Right. But then also, we go into like another realm. Yeah. Where he kind of literally is God. Yeah. The mirror realm is and, his. And can do right. absolutely anything. Right. Right. And then suddenly Spider-Man goes, I don't know, I took a geometry class. Okay, I beat Doctor Strange right. in his realm. And you're like... Dude, whatever. Right. I mean, if he has to get away from Doctor Strange because that's what you need to happen for the right. rest of the movie to happen, I mean, think about it for like a minute. Right. Instead of just going, oh, he shoots webs and knows geometry and yeah. math. And, Agreed. I mean, that was just dorky. Right. I mean, it was it was horrible. The other thing that I don't like about the movie is uh and and like I said I mean I I give it a pretty good rating yeah. it's it's fun it's, it's favorable it's, it's you know it's it's yeah. decent enough but I don't like this whole idea that really all of the villains are just crazy right crazy right. is boring, boring right? always I yeah. mean they yeah. they all of their solution is figure out what's <clears throat> making them crazy 
Like, I'll give you the Green Goblin, okay? Right. He's crazy. That's his thing. Right. Right. <laughs> is that he is just literally insane, right? right? And and I mean, that's his whole character. That's like all... That's yeah. his, his whole character has always been. Right. I mean, and so, okay. But everyone is like, well, let's find the thing that's making Doc Ock crazy. Right. And then, okay, we fix that. And he's like, hey, chaps. <laughs> What's <laughs> the word, <laughs> gentlemen? Right. Yeah. No, it's, and then yeah. everybody else, it's like, as long as you get rid of their superpower thing right. that is making them crazy, apparently, yeah. then it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Right. And uh, <laughs> what shall we take on now, sport? And right. all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. I mean, come on. So, I mean, that's just... You know, I get that somehow that figures into this transformation we want to do, but right. ultimately all it leaves you with is that all of the bad guys are only <laughs> insane. Right. They don't have any motivations. They're not trying to do anything right. for any reason. They're just, you know, the world's most boring villains. And Sandman's just all kicking around doing right. nothing until you need a distraction. Right. Like, what's his deal? He's like, I just want to see my daughter. Right. Okay, dude. Well, just sit in the corner. Help right. us. Hang yeah, on. It's, uh, you know. it's, all, it's all very weird. Um, anyway, so, uh, well, I, I, that, that's pretty much my, I will say this, I will say this. One of the best moments is a fleeting moment and it was surprisingly effective. I don't know if it, I don't know if you remember it at all, but I watched it and I was like, holy crap, that's why he needs another shot. There's a moment where MJ is falling and everybody has already talked about who they lost. You know, Toby's like, Uncle Ben died. And he's right. like, Gwen Stacy died. When Andrew Garfield's Peter can save Zendaya's Mary Jane as she's falling the way he let Gwen Stacy die, there's a look on his face when he gets to the ground. And you see that it's like freed him. Like right, he's right. absolved now. And he's like, I did it. I, right. I could do it. It's both haunting because he knows if he'd had a second, he could have done it in his universe. But it's also freeing because he's like, I didn't let you die. It wasn't something I could never do. I could do it. Right. And it only lasts like two seconds. And the stuff that's on Andrew Garfield's face is not easy to ask somebody to convey. Tell them, like, go through the seven stages of grief in a nanosecond, but do it visually. Go. Like, I watched that moment and I went, that's the best scene in the film right, right. there. And there's single-handedly the greatest part of acting in this whole film I just watched and it's a throwaway moment. Right. Like, it was and, great. And there are actually lots of parts of this movie that are really cool. Um, and, I, you know, I especially liked a lot of Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Who is, you know, the guy who's been Spider-Man longer than you. Right. You yeah. know, he's like, yeah. yeah, but I'm like the old man Spider-Man and right. I've been through all this stuff and all of this. Cr and it was, it was very, like, reminiscent of... You know, just like lots of coming of age movies yeah. where you got like the older person and the younger person going like, you don't know how I feel. And the <laughs> right. older person's like going, dude, you think I ain't been exactly yeah. where you <laughs> right. are? Right. And it, a lot of it was like really pretty good. It was and, really good. Yeah. And, and that's really the thing that is almost the worst about this movie right. is that it's got a lot of good stuff to do. Yeah. It's just that, you know, somebody's writing that stuff. Right. And they have to deal with like the eight other people who are writing 
but this action crap has to happen right. and this, you know, nonsensical bullshit has yeah. to be this or whatever. And it's and then you have to jam it all together. It, I know we're going to jump to the worst. It would have been great if there was some goofy, dumb way to get our first Spider-Man, Nicholas Hammond, in. <laughs> but really, what villain would he have brought in? Some street thug? Like, he never fought anybody <laughs> except some, like, you know, bookie. Right. You know, I also noticed the moment they started bringing in Spider-Man because the doctor's spell, the doctor's spell goes all, you know, all off. And uh, he says, well, you know, I'm bringing in all the Peter Parkers. And I'm like, okay, well, there's more than three of you. <laughs> right. One of you is a zombie. Let's get the zombie Spider-Man in here. Let You know, and there's a woman Spider-Man, I'm sure. You know, all these things. So anyway, that yeah. would have been more fun too. But It, it would have been but interesting. It would have been interesting if we would have at least like looked at some other characters, sure. even if they don't like show Make up, up and yeah. and actually you know participate yeah. i don't know whatever anyway uh so that movie is a bunch of fun and it is uh, a bunch of fun yeah it it really it is it's very it's was. disappointing but it's yeah still, there was a lot of still different emotions but it was yeah. still fun so okay uh the worst of the year list and uh and you know i actually as strange as it is and uh everyone who's listened to the show at all knows i hate lists and you love lists i love them um the odd thing about you know because f- frankly who cares about the worst list right? I, I do mean, it's like i care very much what's, what's the suckest movie that everyone should avoid anyway yeah but I had a strange thing this year um, where basically I was like spoiled for choice, right? And and that's <laughs> that's pretty normal, yeah. Actually, but the weird thing was is when we do the best list, I'll get my list together and go, okay, it's pretty much this, yeah. And then I do go look at a lot of people's yeah. lists, right? Especially because I don't want there to be something that uh, even if I didn't like it, right? Yeah. I don't want there to be something that's on a lot of people's lists that I don't even mention at all. Right. That I, you know, completely ignore. And then it's like, well, what, man? Yeah. Did you not even see this right. movie? Or, because oops, everybody just, loves this. I or forgot something. it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do check out a lot of lists. But when it's the worst list, I don't really. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> I, I, I don't really go, hey, man, I have to know what everybody thinks is the is right. the worst. Right. Um, but I had so many movies to pick from this year. That I did look at a lot of lists Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, where is everyone else? And also, are there any things uh, that are the worst that, uh, you know, maybe I missed and maybe I should mention the fact that I'm like, I didn't even see that noise. Right. Um, So I did look at them and uh, like it was kind of eye opening. Like, yeah, people make worst lists who just must not see many movies like it made me sort of think about because i do every movie i've seen yeah and you still try to stick to what we covered on the show right so that puts you in a very difficult position because we do not necessarily make absolutely sure that we cover everything on the show that we know is going to suck right right (laughs) right yeah some of them obviously make it on because, you know, they might be one of the bigger things of that week. And so then we, you know, then we cover it. Right. But we don't go hunting things out. Yeah. Like at the end of the year, when we're trying to cover everything for the end of the year, yeah. 
you know, we're looking at good stuff. We're trying to find the we're good stuff. Yeah. We're, we're not going, really what it. are all the worst yeah. movies I have to make sure I see? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're at like a real disadvantage. Yeah. But I looked at the worst lists of people and I was amazed. Yeah. And I, I don't mean like Bob's blog either. No, I mean I like know. all yeah. all kinds of big lists places, right? Yeah. Um you know, big magazines and you know, super popular websites, right. but not like right. every Tom, Dick, and Harry's yeah, best right. worst yeah. list I didn't go look at. So I have to, I have to throw these out that that stunned me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, completely stunned me. And then I've got like some runner-up ones that didn't sure. quite make it all the way to my list. Um, but so, and this is not like I found one guy who has this. These are the movies where <laughs> they I, show up. I consistently yeah. saw them on like a lot of lists. Okay. okay. So. Uh, and it's just a few movies, but Jungle Cruise, yeah, Free Guy, I saw that on a few, Infinite, Space Jam, Space Jam was on all of them, and The King's Man, I saw that on a few lists too, and that's and weird. even I would say probably the one that was, well, the two probably are Infinite and Space Jam. Space Jam I was saw number one on tons of people's Everybody, lists. Yeah. And man, I, I mean, I like to throw this out to people who listen to us, right? Yeah. You know, ways to find other movie <laughs> critics, right? Right. Like you should have, I think anyone who says they're at all serious about movies, right? Yeah. Should have at least like a handful of movie critics that they pay attention to, right? right? Don't listen to just us. Right. I mean- that's not, a mistake. Not I mean, that anyone's that's cool. doing that or <laughs> whatever, cool, right? But you should listen to a couple others. But but you should have like several <laughs> yeah. movie critics because you know uh, I listened to a few of our old shows because I <laughs> I wanted to see what we both were saying about some movies. But I listened yeah. to parts of them because you know e- any critic could you know be Roger Ebert reviewing Crystal Skull, right? And that's like the first time you read something of that critic. Right. And you'd go, what the hell? Right. I don't ever need to pay attention to him again. Yeah. You know, like critics can have like messed up things. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that Roger Ebert sucks as a movie critic. Right. Just because he could not be more wrong about Crystal Skull. Right. (laughs) We're years later Um, and you're still taking shots at Roger Ebert. That's right. I love it. Because he deserves it. But listen, if you are looking at other (laughs) people or whatever. Yeah. If Space Jam is on their worst of the year list, right. and Space Jam is not a good movie, okay. I uh, Space Jam is not yeah. is not good. I, I ducked that one. It's you know it's fine is what it's it is. okay, but it, I mean it's not what supposed is, to be what the it deer is hunter. is it's fine, right. right? It's a movie for kids with right. Looney Tune characters, right? And you know it's not great, but I mean it's it's fine. Right. It's, there's nothing. It, if that is on your list of the worst movies, right? You need to see more movies. Right. I mean, it's nonsensical. You just punch it down. Or like Jungle Cruise or, right. you know, maybe someone really hated Free Guy for some reason. I but I saw that on several lists. Yeah, I did too. Which is... I thought I was on I the wrong know, list. I think it's crazy, right? Yeah. And The King's Man is not good either. Right. But if you think it's one of the worst of the years, right. I mean... Yeah. For God's sake, so. <laughs> go see more movies. It's like insane. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? I'm looking at some of these lists... A lot of these lists, even big places, right? Yeah. Half the movies on the list, I'm going, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, like I'm like, are these, yeah. 
you got to at least have some kind of uh, warning at the beginning where it's like you, right? right. Like I'm only considering movies this to be is covered for this. Right. You know, I only saw 50 movies this year right. or something. <laughs> and these are the worst ones. Like yeah. it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe up. it. Especially for like really, like really big name this, places. I'm yeah. like, what is happening? I'm like, how have I not been looking at this every year? I think so. I, I must have seen a couple that you saw because I saw some big name places. I mean, again, Rolling Stone, Screen Rant, Cinema Blend. Those yeah, are yeah, big yeah, name yeah, places. Right. But there were a lot of lists as it got down to the top 10. And I'm like, wait, what? The, you guys are just, this is like Paul Blart 4, like obviously, but that shouldn't even be on your list. Right. That should be the obvious list. Now give me what you really want to say, which is you didn't like Power of the Dog. <laughs> now I respect you. Right. Now this is just, you're kicking a kid for some reason. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know. It it was weird. Um, All right. Anyway, so the movies that uh, did not quite make it on my list, right. but I'm going to mention as being awful garbage are, uh, okay, and I'm not going to go into like a whole thing about any of these anyway, but uh, right. Cherry, the movie with Tom yeah. Holland, yep. that that was hard. Um, the, ice, the Ice Road, <laughs> which is, what? That was hard. That's it just a, that was. was a that was a real quick slap uh, at it. So the Liam Neeson movie Ice Road, which I thought Ice Road looked great. I didn't see it, know, but it is, looked like the Meg or something. Like just so dumb looking fun. It almost it could have been. been. It yeah. could have been, especially when especially as we get to the end of that movie yeah. and we got like the villainy people yeah. right. The villainy people in that movie were so like a mix of like Scooby Doo oh, and like okay. the A Team yeah, or something. Right. Like they, they, that's it too was, bad. It was just bonkers, and and it's this movie where you're supposed to be taking it seriously. I know, for no a high really long time. It, it looks jokey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the woman in the window, which yeah. is kind of the same thing. Amy Adams. Uh, thing. It's yeah. like it's corny. It's so corny. It's so right. close to being a camp. That was on a lot of lists. Movie, too. right? That yeah. it's uh, crazy. Uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, right. which, you know, I, I guess wasn't really in serious contention, even though I couldn't stand it. But it's right. just so dumb. It is but, dumb. But it's right. bad in a different way. All right. Uh, Matrix Resurrections, mm -hmm. Those Who Wish Me Dead, Stowaway, oh, yeah. Coming to America, Old, and Eternals. Yeah. Uh, those are the really, really awful movies that just weren't like quite awful enough. Yeah. I had, I had a hard time putting this list together. And if it was, if I had one movie on one sheet of paper and a gust of wind came in and blew all the papers, I feel like I could pick them up out of order and still have a good <laughs> worst list. Like what is one is despicable, but I don't know that it's much different between two and seven. Right. Like exactly. They're really, I had to, re I have a thought behind why they're all there. Right. I have my, I have mine is really like one through four is like another level. Right. There's there's a <laughs> tier here. And then but I genuinely when I sit down, I go through the list, I weed out all the good films, I leave all the bad ones, and then I start moving them around like like they're blocks. Right. And I'm like, did I really hate that worse? Is that really did I think less about it? Did I have less expectations, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, of the 17 that I had to weed from, I won't list the others that were close, because there were other films that were like spiral. Um, the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. These are films without remorse. The Sandra Bullock film. These are films that were in the four range. That maybe some other year where all we saw were great things might have made the the list. 
But when there were so many zeros and ones and twos, like they, none of these had a chance. God, I'm scared of your list already. The stuff, the stuff that didn't make it was Stowaway, which I forgot how badly I hated that film. But Stowaway, A Quiet Place 2, The Tomorrow War, which is weird because I look at the ratings. That was a big one we disagreed on. You, you had a lot of fun with it, and yeah. I, I didn't like it at all. The same with Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. I, I hated that movie, and you really, you really had a good time with it. We both hated Suicide Squad. And the next one that almost made the list was Cry Macho, which was Clint Eastwood's last film. Yeah. I have one notable mark, uh, which is Halloween Kills, which is the second in the trilogy um, that Danny McBride and everybody is doing. It wasn't anything we covered for the show, but it was so awful, I need to mention it. Yeah. It, it would have made my list easily if we had covered it. Everything else is one through 10. So whenever you're ready. Right. Okay. Well, uh, we'll go back and forth and I'll start with 10. Okay. Um, my number 10 is Vanquish, uh, which is uh, Ruby Rose and Morgan Freeman. Right. And uh, it's um, she's like a Russian drug runner who wants to get out of the game or whatever nonsense. Morgan Freeman's the bad guy who kidnaps her kid and then forces hmm. her to do stuff to yada 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 right and it's just uh like boring and laborious Mm. and ruby rose is not good Mm. i mean and Mm. i mean that generally there we go right Right. uh she's She's just not good she's just not uh she's not i haven't seen her in anything that she was good in yeah um but in this now that she's just the focal point of the whole thing, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's awful. And it's just weird to see Morgan Freeman in it. I mean, yeah, Morgan that, Freeman yeah. is, I mean, I guess he's okay, but it's like right. the dumbest thing ever yeah, to do. It's weird. Uh, a favor or a boat. He needed one or the other. I mean, you get, you got more to do in a commercial if you're, as, <laughs> that's like worth yeah. doing. You right. Know? Anyway, so that's my number 10. Uh, 10 for me sets off the first doubleheader, um, which is Army of the Dead. Uh, I thought it was a mishmash of just really stupid, dumb, derivative ideas and didn't really come together well, even though I thought Dave Bautista was actually sort of good in it, but he's just asked to do so many 80 cliche action film things and take a job, have a crew, fly in, Ocean's Eleven, zombie. Like, no, yeah, no. Number nine for me is another another Zack Snyder film. It's Justice League's Snyder Cut. And, oh yeah, I didn't even count that. That was, thing uh, that thing could have counted for three films. Four hours is crazily. The, the problem with this movie isn't that it's inherently bad because there are great swaths of it that are very watchable and much better than this the Snyder Whedon cut that was theatrically released. But it, take it as a whole, the film is just. Too long, too bloated, too meandering, too disinterested, too gimmicky. It's just it's yeah. bad. So that's my number nine. Yeah, and I know was, we want to go at a pretty good clip. So that was quick, uh, that was a that's completely my horrible movie. But I didn't I didn't count, didn't count that in. as yeah, no. being something that came out because yeah. it's it's just a different thing. Okay, uh, my number nine is uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. Oh yeah, um, right. which. <laughs> Uh, is is also kind of a surprise for me because when I watched that movie, I thought, "Here's my number one because right, right. <laughs> because it's so incredibly horrible." And and there was very <laughs> little in that movie that redeemed anything for me, yeah. right? And right. Uh, and really, the fact that we got to have Carnage in the in the <laughs> Spider Man whatever right. or, or Venom, not Carnage, right. I guess. But um, but man, I just I just really 
want Venom to go away, right? Like completely. But that movie was just awful with no redeeming qualities going on. Yeah. Anyway. All right, and uh, okay, so Venom and number eight for me is Cosmic Sin, which is uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis movie, yeah. and is uh, you know fantastically awful and. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm not even going to go into it, really, because, uh, as we know from the Razzies, right, he's got four movies that count as horrible movies (laughs) this year alone. And I have to confess, this is the only one I've seen. Uh, There are there's uh, another movie of his that I did see on a lot of people's worst list that came out this year. And I can't remember which one it is. Um, But it's some like murder investigation movie. Um, oh which, yeah, which also um, people hated, but yeah, I but I didn't matter. see that one. Right, I didn't see it either. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But this one is like the <laughs> you know it's like the alien invasion yeah. that we're preventing by yada yada. It's right. <laughs> it's so bad. And and you know the thing that's weird is like I really like Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, when he's doing something interesting, and I don't know what is what up he's with doing. him. Right. right. What is he doing? I, yeah. I, I don't know what the story is because you would have thought that he would be fine. Right. He could get stuff to make, I don't know, but yeah, there's something weird anyway. All right. So that's my eight. So you're eight. And then now it's my you. eight. So my eight is matrix resurrections. A film, oh, wow. a film I hated. I barely gave it a one. Um, and again, that's actually a pretty recent film. If we're going quickly through this, we just want to keep the show yeah. low for you guys that are listening. If you want to know what we really thought about Matrix Resurrections, just dial back the podcast four or five episodes. We we cover it, you know, so there's not much, not much there I can say, except I still hate it. Seven for me is The Eternals. And oh, wow. The Eternals is the worst MCU film that's out there, I think, hands down. Like, it's just such a, it's just such a a mistake. It's just a weird, I feel like, I feel like that's the thing, despite, yeah, despite the millions they put into it. I think that's one they should just redo, like bring it back, get somebody better. Don't <laughs> Maybe, do it at all. Yeah, right. Do different decisions. That was my number seven. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that one, uh, see, this is where we get right into, uh, I unfortunately have seen more to more, choose from and right. maybe, maybe yep. hate some other things more, but oh, you're yeah. dealing only with what we covered. What we so, covered. so that's like as good as things get. That's all as right. good as uh, it's getting. <laughs> my number seven is thunder force. Which is <laughs> your Melissa McCarthy entry for the first anyway? Yeah, my Melissa McCarthy entry oh, for man. the year. This is awesome. She's like, uh, she's like the opposite <laughs> of like Steven Spielberg making a movie and getting auto nominated for an Oscar. Right. <laughs> like, she made a movie, so yeah. she's going to be on my worst list. Yeah, uh, that's funny. No, no one should watch Not that, that movie, yeah. right? right? And it's and you know the thing that I hate about her and her movies, yeah. right? Is that she has the ability totally to be funny and to and great. act and to and, be great yeah. and do things, yeah. But for whatever reason, she thinks that like her inside jokes are like <laughs> the now movies yeah. and are hilarious. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, man, this cracks me up. So uh-huh. here we go, let's make another one. And uh, you know, I don't even, I don't know where the. <laughs> money comes from or if somebody says this, it's so bad if somebody said to me covid didn't do a good thing i'll i'll tell them you're wrong it kept me from seeing thunder force <laughs> with mark because yeah. we would have gone to the theater to see yeah, this that's we would have so uh okay my number six is uh spiral 
the oh. saw whatever yeah. because I don't know I hated it slightly more than you I guess or whatever yeah, it wasn't did. it wasn't quite on your list that's but the Chris Rock film God I hated that movie <laughs> and I hated like yeah. every moment of it mostly because even though you're making a saw movie yeah I mean this was just like the <laughs> cheapest weird yeah. torture porn I know thing I saw it. Uh, right. <laughs> it's awful. But but I don't know. I, I just hated it uh, yeah. uh, even more. It's so weirdly contrived of a movie where we have to stare at all the machines all for a super long yeah. time. You know, like the original Saw movie, which I you know didn't love or anything, right. but it was kind of okay. Right. And uh, Carrie Ellis was in it, so it gets points it gets for stars that, already. Right? Yep. But, you know, that movie was not like, let's just have like 15 minutes of looking at this saw. Right. I mean, right. Or, right. or like, or what, anything like that. Whatever. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was like that movie had like a theory it was working on as a movie. Right. Not a theory it was working on as, you know, let's see gross shit happen to people forever. And also, let's make you think about it for a long time by right. staring at <laughs> by this machine. At it, yeah. I don't know. It was, that movie was just, as donkey as it gets. That's okay, really so funny. that's my six. Six for me was Coming to America. And it, I actually, strangely, this is where this is where a small part of things comes in. This, this also was sort of for the Matrix film. It, I actually had a little bit of expectation for this. I thought it might be good. Right. And, and when you think a film is going to be good and it really takes you out because it's just not as good as you thought it was going to be, it's just bad. That sits longer in your memory. And, and, and you know, when it's ultimately... Man. It, you just have to admit that it wasn't even trying. It wasn't even... This was such a cash grab that somebody had an idea. And it, it sucks because Eddie Murphy has been doing some interesting stuff lately. And then this, on the heels of all that other stuff that he's been putting back to back, I thought, you know... Give him, give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. Not just because of Pluto Nash and all these other things to take easy swings at him, but he's still an incredibly talented guy. He's still easily watchable. Maybe that's because I'm a kid of the 80s and I grew up watching him with no effort at all. Right. But still, this film was just derivative of itself. It was trying to tell the same story in dumb ways. They literally just had people showing up on set because let's have a party, right? right, right. Come in, I'll give you a SAG wages and... It was just, it was totally awful. Right, so yeah. that's my six. Number five for me was one of our favorites, uh, The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Yeah. And the uh, that edges into, it's it's so bad it's funny. Not yeah. it's so bad it's good. But it's not even so bad it's funny for long. Then I just endure it to see how long I can endure things. <laughs> right. And I got to the end of it. Right. But man, that's a dog of a film. Yeah. So yeah. that's my number five. Okay. All right. My number five is Godzilla versus King Kong, Ooh, which is a wow. uh, horrible yeah. movie. And, you know, like you said, you can go listen to us review that one yeah. uh, really early in the year. But uh, just, I. Right. That's another one where I just I hated everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much of that movie, and and I mean a lot. There is so much of that movie that is. Uh, we hired the special effects department, and they said we could do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, then that has to be in the movie somewhere. Yeah, and uh, we can make it look like 
you know, these things can levitate or whatever. Right. Okay, then yeah, that right. has to that, be in the movie. Yeah. And we've got this Mecha Godzilla idea, and yeah. you know, whatever. There's like, I don't know. It's just uh, god awful, stupid. Right. Uh, the next movie four uh, is kind of interesting. Yeah, and like I said, number four. Now we're into the uh, area where <laughs> this is the tier. It, it's another. <laughs> this is another level. This is. Uh, these are movies that it pisses me off that they got made. Okay. I mean, All right. they're not even This is bad. good. But number four is Music, which is the movie yeah. written and directed by Sia. And yeah. it's kind of hilarious for me personally because I hate the Golden Globes. Right. Um, but there is no legitimate way in which this movie came out before 2021, right? Yeah. And yet... Uh, this movie was nominated for Best Picture by the Golden Globes, right? Uh, in musical or comedy, because I don't know, there weren't enough musicals or something, right? And yeah. Kate Hudson was nominated as Best oh. Actress, right. which is just a thing that I love to be able to say about the Golden Globes, right? Uh, <laughs> it proves that they're on the bribe, basically, is, they're on the take. Someone gave them a, a right, car and just Kate said, Hudson do this. and Leslie Odom Jr. are yeah. in this movie, and if we never see them again right acting in anything you know good that's too they soon. deserve yeah right. right uh that's funny it's uh yeah so like i said it's written and directed by ca you can go find out more information we didn't cover it yeah. it came out really early in 2021 yeah. is like february really early, yeah uh it is the most uh <laughs> ludicrous sucks. uh psychotic thing and yet there are three worse right but it is like <laughs> Keep it is it is such a, uh, a just bonkers uh, person with all the reins. Right. Somebody decided giving her money and letting her write and direct this thing <laughs> right. was fine. It's got weird musical numbers and like dance scenes thrown in, like almost at <laughs> random. Yeah. It's sounds uh, like a blast. Yeah, it's really horrible. All right, uh, so that's my four. Um, four, four for me. Four for me has an asterisk next to it because of what you gave it. This is the first film I think you've ever given two zeros to. It was Malignant. <laughs> and Malignant for me, I, I only gave it like one, one and a half. It it reminds me of the old, it, when the floodgates opened after Halloween and Friday the 13th and there was a horror film for every holiday or remarkable day right, or right, just, right. and then it was like you get into your sleepaway camp movies. This is kind of like how those films felt in a strange way i only gave it a star because of the over the overacting at the very end when the reveal hits made me laugh out loud and i thought that's got to <laughs> yeah. be worth something so that's four for me three is easy it's kong versus godzilla uh oh, everything yeah. you said i i absolutely echo in agreement solidarity go listen to our review if you really want to hear us rip on it some more so okay that was three all right uh my three is uh the conjuring <laughs> good the devil made me do I'm it i'm glad it was on both of our lists yeah um and you know you already said it's uh it's right. not only is it ridiculous um but it's it's actually kind of insulting the acting that is happening in the movie yeah uh it's there are a lot of parts in this movie and it's weird because they're it's people who have acted yeah it's and, not and like they got act. a person right. off the street right, right. And yet it's just, it's literally insulting <laughs> the way so that they bad. are selling this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so awful. Bad. Uh, anyway, and then my number two is F9. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Which right. uh, is, uh, yeah. you know, buy for and about stupid people and hooray for you. Right. <laughs> and we reviewed that one too. And we don't need to go right. super <clears throat> far into F9, but yeah. everything that happens is stupider than the last thing. And you would never guess that anything could be more could stupid be. than the thing that you just watched. <laughs> right. And it's just, and, and this is a movie, especially uh, that it pisses me off is not on hardly anyone's Enough worst lists. list. That, yeah. I mean, that's just gross. Like Maybe you're, you're just, you're just calling yourself out as like bought by the industry. Right. Right. You <laughs> so saw if, Space Jam, but you didn't if, see F9. If, if some of these movies are not on people's worst list. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, so that's my two. Two. Two for me is Fast and the Furious 9. Easily, we gave it both zeros. And and again, just as we're getting close to the end here, the score doesn't always mean everything. Because the film, right, for right. me, that's number one, we both didn't give zeros to. So sometimes the worst film Despite we Despite the fact yeah, that there it's, are it's movies absolutely that we different. gave zeros to. And the number one for me is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's hard to find a film that is single-handedly the worst Tom Hardy, the worst Michelle Williams, the worst Woody Harrelson, and the worst Naomi Harris film at the same time. And because usually they're all worth elevating something beyond at least a little the dreck that it is. This film is absolutely, absolutely abysmal. I mean, we did, we did rate it. And there are some reasons that I think could be understood, you know, for what happened. Tom Hardy famously said, I listened to all the criticisms from the first one and I thought, I, I'll fix that. And he wrote this film and people should keep him from pens and paper. Right. Again, I, I the story's a bit strange because I know it was rushed into production to try to get out in 2020 and then the pandemic slowed it. Right. So it was rushed to hurry up for no real reason. But that doesn't explain the problems. All across the board, this is a complete turd and can't be flushed in a single push. Like this is just the thing is is so, so bad. And part of that is expectations. And the, and the thing that's wor- the worst about that movie, even though uh, I've got stuff that's you, oh, you yeah. know, lower down, sure. the thing that's the worst about that movie for me is that, you know, I didn't like the first one either. Me either. Right? But right. <clears throat> there were some parts of the first one okay. that were at least worth watching. Right. There were at least like yep. some funny lines that were actually kind totally of funny. Yep. Or there was like some action parts that were at least, you know, kind of entertaining, entertaining to watch yeah. and you could have a little bit of fun with. Yeah. Uh, and this one is, it's you know, it's hilarious that uh, Tom Hardy said he could fix it because right. what he did was broke. Beyond it, it. Broke everything, made everything that was bad worse, and made everything that was at least kind of good bad. I mean, nothing in this movie is funny. None of the action is... The action is all... Seems like it's made, frankly, by like 12-year-olds who play a lot of video games and go, I don't know, do this. Can we do that? Can the effects department make that happen? It's just... and And it doesn't lead anywhere. It doesn't serve any purpose. Not a thing. Yeah. You want to, you want to throw cold water on a good emotion. Sit to the end of Spider-Man No Way Home because the stinger scene is Venom. They're introducing right. Venom to come to the Spider-Man universe and I'm like, "Oh boy, I can't wait." Right. No, right. I don't want to see that at all. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see any part of that. So, that was my number 1. All right. So, my number 1 actually has like a little bit of an asterisk. It's not like Ooh. 
it's not like a, there's a tie or anything like More that. ties from you. But I am going to like mention another oh, movie, right? God. So my number one is Malignant because yeah. I hated that okay. more than anything. <laughs> and uh, and I could not find a way. That was a movie that for me shouldn't have been on my list. Yeah. If it just would have done something a little differently, yeah. right? right. If, it, if it would have been, you know, if it would have been less serious right or more serious could have been better it it could have yeah. it could have stayed off my list yeah uh but it is just the movie uh and for me the kiss of death frequently right it's uh it's just calling you stupid yeah it it it's just putting itself out there it might as well have characters break the fourth wall and look at the screen and say if you like this you're stupid right we know it and we want some money <laughs> right. and you're dumb yeah that's the whole like thing of the movie but so my other number one asterisk thing, mm-hmm. and I have to make this uh, asterisk thing because it, it is the worst movie, but I did not actually watch all of it is oh. like the caveat there, right? And that is the movie. And listen, you release a movie and it shows anywhere, then you're fair game, right? Your right. movie counts right. as existing and oh, being man. a movie. God, what is this? And that movie is called Me, You, Madness. And it is a movie huh. written and directed by uh, Louise Linton, the wife of Stephen Munchen. Oh. And it is like psychotic vanity project thing. And I almost wouldn't even mention it, right? Right. Except that Ed Westwick is in it, the guy from Gossip Girl. Yeah. And unfortunately, the guy who he's he's huh. in this BBC show called White Gold, which is actually a pretty good show. Huh. But he's in Gossip Girl and he's like the asshole in right. Gossip Girl, whatever. Yeah. He was on that. And, and the beauty of it is that, like now I never get to never see him again. Right. Because, <laughs> because if he thinks he's ever coming back from having made this movie. Right. It is. And you could just like go watch the trailer find like where you can watch any like five minutes of this movie. It is the saddest, stupidest thing that has, I think possibly ever happened (laughs) in terms of making a movie. And, and I, I've seen some of it. I'll say. Right. But I did not, I I did not actually watch the whole movie because I just wasn't gonna, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) because, because that's just not happening. Yeah. But that one needs to have attention uh, paid to it as what counts as a movie. Um, But going back, and and, uh, we'll get out of here and let you go, but going back to our list, right? Yeah. If there's anything on my top 10 list that's not on your top 10 list, but also Jungle Cruise or Free Guy or Space Jam or whatever is on your list, man... Give me a break, right? You, I right. mean, you're you, you're calling yourself out in a way, yeah. and I feel like maybe I could have done this every year, and I just never yeah. looked at people's worst <laughs> list, and maybe right. they just are always no. Are this ridiculous, was a, this was but. a particularly weird year. There was an awful lot of top heavy stuff for worst films, yeah. And because I can see a year where I can see a year where Jungle Cruise maybe made my tenth or got a high honorable mention, yeah, maybe because yeah, yeah, I just didn't. Yeah. I just thought it was, you know. It's charming, but it's just boring and derivative yeah. and long, and it wants to copy pirates, you know. And I get it, but uh, but, but I feel like even though I like Jungle Cruise better than you yeah. did, but I feel like at worst Jungle Cruise 
and you know, I can see all the flaws and all the complaints. I feel like at worst, it's just not good. Right. And it should not trump these other ones. It's not horrible, right? Or whatever. Anyway. All right. That's our uh, worst list. And next week we will have, uh, hopefully, hopefully yeah. um, some brilliant movie to share with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also our own awards, <sighs> the can't win awards. Right. Hopefully uh, we will get to that next week. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and uh, please share, subscribe, yeah. rate us on iTunes and all that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey listeners on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>